0: Welcome to So You Ruin the Party Again, the podcast about ruining parties, but you're going to try and be a better person in the future. Uh, It is brought to you by Comedy Here Often, which is a comedy record label in Vancouver. And (laughs) I am joined by my illustrious co-host, Randy Newmeyer. Hello. And today we have on a comedian, blouse expert... Uh, Latino Prince, Marito Antonio Lopez Duran Jr.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's popping? What's (laughs) popping? Yo, yo, yo. This is little Marito Lopez, a.k.a. Little Sloppy, a.k.a. (laughs) Little Poppy, a.k.a. He went from sloppy to poppy. I like this young man.
0: You're a little sloppy and a little poppy, but you went from sloppy to poppy? I went from that, bro. So you're not a little
1: sloppy anymore. Not no more. It's a transition, my dude. But you said you were. But I still have a little sloppy inside of me. I got a little sloppy inside of me, too. Did you say
2: floppy or sloppy? Sloppy. Sloppy. Have (laughs) you ever been floppy?
1: (laughs) No, a little floppy. But yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm happy to be here, Bobby. I'm happy to be here, Randy. Fuck yeah. Let's do Mm -hmm. this. You bet.
2: Yeah. What have you been up to? You just moved here.
1: Yeah. I just literally moved here during a goddamn global pandemic. It's the best decision I've ever made in my life. That cannot be true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was so bad, bro.
1: I don't understand what I'm doing. But I just came here, uh, you know, hopefully become an actor someday. Wow. So, yeah.
0: There you hmm. go. Marito Antonio Lopez, actor. Yeah. Sure, I should have said that in the resume. I'm sorry.
1: You should have, bro. You you've done have.
0: a lot of acting though, you know, like you've done like commercials and stuff. And you know, well, I did I did my thing. Where have the listeners seen you?
1: <laughs> that was amazing. Where have I seen you before? <laughs> um Yeah, I, I've just done like commercials, shit on CBC.
2: You ever done Subway?
1: Subway.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like a, you should get a Subway ad. Yeah, a
2: Subway you should get commercial. a Subway ad. Yeah. 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 Oh, you can one. say
0: one foot long. I'm four foot. You could say I'm four foot longs. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you <can> say that.
1: <laughs> Yo, one thousand percent Subway. If you're listening right now, give me a goddamn They're commercial. Mm-hmm.
0: They're not listening.
2: Yeah, only Quiznos listens to it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's it.
0: Yeah, we don't have very many listeners. Just Quiznos. <laughs>
1: that's insane. That's a pretty good listener though. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good yeah. catalog, bro.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: sandwiches
0: are okay.
2: Well, Quiznos <laughs> is actually cooler than Subway. Why? It's way just the
1: name. <laughs> the name, the name, the
2: Quiznos,
1: and it's what? better.
0: It's better. I've
2: actually never had Quiznos.
0: Quiznos is better. Yeah, I'll say that. They're both really bad, though.
1: No, I wouldn't say that. Quiznos is dope, man. Sort of like a, <laughs> you want a good meatball sub? You go to motherfucking Quiznos.
0: No, you don't. <laughs> you go to a meatball sub place.
1: No, bro, <laughs> you get <some> gets <laughs> yeah. You wanna go get some cabagul? <laughs>
0: Randy just finished The Sopranos, so she's yeah. on you, that. Oh, my
1: God. Let's not even talk about ruining the party. <laughs> Let's talk about the motherfucking Sopranos. Yeah. You know, I watched that. I've seen every episode probably 20 mm-hmm. times.
2: What? Really? It's
1: my favorite show of do all time. Do your favorite line from
0: the show. You did yeah. this for me once in Toronto. Do a uh, good line. I, I,
1: like, What did I do? What line? What um, line was
0: it? I don't really remember. I think you did something that Ralphie said, though.
1: Um, There's too many. There's too many. But Can my I? favorite, my favorite character oh. is Richie. From season two,
2: yeah, Richie, yeah. yeah,
1: Richie's the fucking who beat the hooker to death. No, no, that's, that's Ralph Dripper. That's Jesus Rale- Christ, yeah,
2: yeah. Bobby. Hey, it's been no, a while. We since fucked I've it seen up it. in we fucked it up in an episode before, but I cut that part, so we still looked good. Nice, right, yeah. Bobby. <laughs> so who's who's
1: your who's your favorite character from from that?
2: My Bobby boy, Bobby. Bobby. Bacala, oh, yeah. Oh
1: man, spoiler alert! But the way he gets got is so sad. Yeah, it's you really can't sad.
0: spoil the Sopranos
1: anymore. It's, it's yeah, you know, yeah. Everybody yeah. knows what the fuck happened. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. But
0: yeah, he has like the worst, the saddest death in the show. Yeah, because sure. he's the
1: most adorable yeah. character.
0: Mm-hmm. He's a cutie. He never hurt anyone.
1: Never hurt. Well, of, I'm yeah, sure he hurt a few people. No, he only
0: killed one person. Yeah, he only killed one person. Yeah. So in that's the, fine. You yeah, can, yeah, kill one can kill one person. person. Yeah, and you can
1: still be a cutie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you can still be cute as hell. Marino killed a guy once. He hit a guy Couple with his guys. car. Couple guys yeah
2: yeah i love vehicular manslaughter (laughs) vehicular (laughs) manslaughter yeah i love it you love
1: manslaughter (laughs)
2: oh yeah but But it's a
1: great show though it's 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 my favorite
2: Yeah, yeah i love the ending like like i when it first aired i remember everyone being mad but i watched it and i was like that's the perfect ending
1: Oh, it's incredible! Yeah. yeah, it's incredible, especially when you like go back and um in the scene when they're on the boat and they're like they're mm-hmm. talking about it going black.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. That's all you.
1: That's all you. You don't hear anything. You don't see nothing. It just goes black. And then when that happened, and people are like snapping and losing their minds, I'm like, you haven't watched the show. Then you know you haven't been watching. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. You don't see the
1: art. You're losing the fucking, uh, like all the creation behind it. Like that's beautiful. That's mm-hmm. amazing. That that happened, and I love that he died because he's the worst. Yeah, by the yeah end- he was
2: garbage person. Yeah,
1: by the end of it, I I, I hate Tony.
2: Yeah, I agree. He's my least favorite.
1: Too. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, he's just he's like so cruel and so stupid, and the way he treats Polly at the end, like I uh, yeah, uh, oh my that god, breaks your heart
0: once he once he starts being mean to Polly. you're yeah, like come on, Polly's
1: like like everybody's like uncle. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? yeah And he's yeah. laughing by himself in his room, in yeah. his hotel room, like like a maniac. It's like going on the road with an older comedian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know And you <laughs> wanna kill him. He's like, I gotta kill this guy. Yeah. He's so sad. Yeah. I gotta whack him after yeah. the show. Yeah. But then you don't want to because yeah, because he's nice. It's all he's got. It's so yeah. sad it's how he just got yeah. he, he <laughs> mad at the painting. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so that worse. made
2: me so mad. Like, why do you care you get- if this painting is on his wall? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. you honored by that Yeah Yeah, you know, I get honored when Bobby has stuff of, of me uh, yeah. In his house I do Yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Okay
0: All over the house <laughs> Can you do your Tony Soprano impression? Yeah, can I,
2: can have, I give you motivation?
1: I don't have a Tony Soprano oh, impression Oh dang
2: Do it anyways Just I don't it. I, 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 I want you being mad at AJ <laughs>
1: And like you, you know who has a great impression Malik. is our boy Malik. He's yeah. fucking phenomenal. He's Malik incredible. Malik does have the best. But like,
2: Tony's I, I impression.
1: have impressions in the sense of like I talk like a like an Italian. Let's hear like, hey, incredibly offensive over here. You know what I mean? That is not good, like right? an Italian, yo, and <laughs> yo, it does, it does, it does. Ah, uh, this motherfucking <laughs> Mama Luke over here. Mama Luke. I don't even know what that means. That might be very homophobic. <laughs> That's not Cut anything. That out. That's nothing. That's not a real word.
2: What's that name uh, they, they have for like a? They say
1: Mama Luke, Luke a lot. They do not
2: say I Mama Luke.
0: I swear to God, oh. they've never said Mama Luke.
2: There's this word I love, but I can't remember what it was again. But it's like for a woman. It's like your girlfriend. Guma. Guma. I love that word.
1: Guma is amazing. Yeah. Guma. Yeah. Bobby was the only one who never had a Guma.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. true. Only one. In real life too, me too.
2: You don't have oh, a guma? Yeah.
0: I I've been looking for a guma. <laughs> 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 Bro, here's the thing. I'm surprised I could get one girlfriend. So yeah. the whole thing with the Bobby, let me be your hard. guma. That would be, be so guma. funny. Yeah, and you, got you the just blouse take for me it. out one night. Yeah, of course. And I wear my hottest blouse. Yeah, you gotta look really slutty. <laughs> right? We
1: go out with the we you all the other gumas are there, and I'm like yours.
0: Yeah, That'd yeah. Be so
1: fucking funny. It
0: would be very good. I yeah. think
1: so. You'd be the most in shape out of
0: all of the gumas for sure. You got the thickest ass. Thank you. Yeah, ass. Fat
2: ass, yeah.
1: <laughs> from all the running, <laughs> you have a fat Dad, fucking ass. You can ass. get
2: an ass from running,
1: of course. Have Randy, you seen my I, ass. Uh, Randy, I'm you're fucking up. Your ice I'm- cream is melting. You don't know that running gets you an ass? It does
2: not get you an ass. You, no, it does. I'm honestly runner juicy. I've ever seen has had a terrible body because they're so skinny and But those, those are probably
1: white people. Because <laughs> yeah. They are white people. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Right. Like, but I'm turning not,
2: into one. I need to find You're curves. turning into a white person? No, I'm turning into a gross, skinny white person. I want to <laughs> be a white person with a butt. Yeah, yo, <laughs> good
1: that's luck. amazing. Yeah. A gross, skinny white person. You got to name that your album, yeah. Bobby. <laughs> gross, skinny white, skinny white person. I'm a gross, skinny
0: white person. I have a fucking great ass. I'm dude. You're, key I'm fit. gonna
1: be honest with you, Bobby. I'm very impressed by your body. <laughs> I know. I I have a great body because bro, I I've known this kid forever. You know what I mean? So like, I remember this kid took his shirt off and he was 19 or whatever the fuck he was. I and 40. I remember looking at your body and being like. You're sick. <laughs> You're very sick at the age of nineteen. I was. What I was sick? a very sick like, man. Like sick like, like a like you know like a kid who uh, has hepatitis or something. I can't describe it any like, other way.
2: Like he he was like fat, skinny, or like too skinny, it was or just like gross. Skin you could skin see his veins,
1: <laughs> and it was like red. He looked like an uncooked chicken. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just gross. And now, like you do, you took your shirt off again. The last time I was here,
2: I he did it today too. You did, yeah. I didn't take it off. I just well, rolled he showed it us up. some stuff. And
1: you had <laughs> oh, I never knew you had a tattoo. Now,
0: yeah, that's, that's what incredible. I was showing them.
1: But yeah. but you you have like abs. You yeah. got, like, a little bit of lines in your pecs. Yep. Your nipples don't look as, like, uh, pepperoni-ish. Yeah, they're not as puffy. Yeah. They look they're like they, they have little
0: air packets behind them yeah. sometimes. You got a
1: nice body now, bro. Thank you. I and like my it.
0: ass is honestly good. It's
1: getting fat. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I got a fat ass and I got thick thighs. I oh, like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have
2: really... Good muscles in my thighs
0: You should yeah. feel my fucking thighs Moritos too I just felt Moritos Before we did this And he's got mm. some Fucking thick thighs It's the
1: running I take spin class uh, Yoga You do I spin do, class? Oh, I miss spin it. class I'm the motherfucking King of spin been class <laughs> Really? I'm the motherfucking King of spin class When I go to spin class All the white girls Go crazy Because they don't expect me You, you know should
0: know what actually mean? Teach a spin class You'd yeah, be really that good at it I <laughs> <that>. <laughs> you would, really I would murder that You'd be
1: really good I would murder Be like oh, oh. <laughs> doing it in
0: the blouse too yeah yeah you
1: know and and, um yeah spin class running uh i I finally learned how to like do squats and like deadlifts because i was doing them wrong forever um yeah dancing i just like to dance so i got a good fat ass but i never used to so i appreciate my fat ass Mm -hmm. right because it could go at any second yeah Right, and so I gotta keep
0: I, <laughs> I gotta yeah. keep it up. When it comes to diet for the fat ass, do you kind of just eat whatever and I just whatever exercise? the fuck I want? Yeah, yeah you I go embrace pretty embrace
1: Latino food. I embrace Latino culture, I embrace Latino women, I embrace <laughs> Latino history. Latinos are the future. Latinos are the greatest people that have ever walked this earth.
0: I've been mm. saying it for years. Uh yeah, that's great. That's Latino culture, is just eating whatever you want.
1: Whatever. Whatever you want. Embracing your fat ass. Really? <laughs> this is uh, like, I don't know if, uh, are we, we're like totally off topic, but I like it. You yeah, know no, what I mean? No, we me about it just starts like too. this, you know? We, we just, talked about the Sopranos. We talked about getting that fat ass. We talked about spin class. Yeah. yeah. You yeah.
0: should do. I would love to go. I want to go to a spin class with you and Randy actually.
1: Yeah, I she go goes all the time. You spin too? Yep. Amazing. And they're shut down, right? Yeah, right you now?
2: can't go to one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I miss it. I miss it like crazy. Because, um, spin class is what got me into cardio
2: because mm-hmm. before really? I
1: I hated I hated like um, any any sort of cardio, but when I got into spin class, it was just it felt so easy and I saw results right away and it's fun. It's it so fun. fun to go there and like have the instructor because you always think that it's uh people are always like it's so culty. They're always trying to like make you um into like a weirdo by saying all mm-hmm. this positive shit. But in my mind, I'm like that's dope though. Yeah. Why, why are people so negative when it comes to like, uh, uh, what, what's it called? Like, you know, they always like label shit that's good for your health culty. You.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's like,
1: <laughs> why? Like what? You know, it's, like they're I, mad because
2: they can't do it. It's you know? motivational. They it can't get the motivation. to do
1: Exactly. It. It's motivational. Like it, and it might be corny, like at the beginning, but then like once you embrace it and you follow what the fuck they're saying, it's incredible.
0: Yeah. I can't wait for summertime, man. We're all going to be fucking jacked.
2: I miss biking dude. so much.
1: I, I just bought a bike. Oh, I got a bike. My You got my, a bike? My cousin got me one, yeah.
2: Fuck
0: yeah.
1: Man, That's I got to go amazing. pick it up in uh, North Van. Damn, when? Uh, like, whenever. You I'll said come, come do it with you. Yeah, 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 bro. I'm can down. You bike around North Van. It'll be incredible. Yeah, I love North Van. North Van. I just love this city. I, I feel like I've always belonged here. But I yeah? just never came. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, we're both from Calgary or Alberta yeah, and it's so close. But then I went to Toronto because yeah. like Toronto forever has been the Mecca for up in, in, in comedy in Canada. And I just like brought into that hype. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, which it is. I mean, it's an yeah, incredible it city yeah. made me way better. It made me into the motherfucker that I am today, but I feel like this city is just like, it's so underrated. I love it, man. Mm-hmm. I love it yeah. so much.
0: Yeah. And we're going to go swimming in the ocean. <laughs> can't do that in Toronto. I mean, come on. Yeah, we're gonna baptize you.
1: You can. You can swim in this ocean, right? Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. You can't swim in the ocean in Toronto. No. What? Well, there is no There's ocean. There's no ocean. It's, it's a just great a lake. lake. Yeah, the Great Lake.
0: But it's you can't disgusting. swim. It's very gross. Oh. Well, you can swim on certain days. On some days, you can swim, but it's like, you don't, don't Bro, do you it. Bro, you can't yeah, at all. It's terrible. You can't swim there at all. Don't it's, they put green flags up some days where it's like, yeah, you can go
1: in the water? No, nah, man. It's it's disgusting. It's wow. disgusting over there. Even like the Scarborough Bluffs, which is beautiful. Like, it, it doesn't even look like it's in Canada. You it, it, Like, it looks like you're in Peru. And it's wow. amazing. But you can't even swim in that. Jesus. Yeah. It's insane. It's so dirty. Yeah. Disgusting.
2: Well, you're gonna like Third Beach.
1: Yeah, well, it's the oh most my god.
2: Beautiful beach. We'll
1: yeah. go to
0: the nude beach. Oh, There's, yes, a, nude the beach. Beach. There's a nude beach. There's a nude beach, dude.
2: Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. He said that with so much. <laughs> he says that, but it's more dick than boobs. It's way more dick <laughs> yeah, than boobs. That's the thing. Yeah, that's what that's I, I want. I like <laughs> to see other dicks. I like to see other dicks. You never dicks. get to see normal bodies, you know? What you mean? Like, if you're watching TV movies, you're always seeing like the perfect specimens. So you never get to see like well, an actual is. normal body. You know what I mean? Yeah. And,
1: you, and, and there's normal bodies at the beach here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah That's incredible Yeah Yeah Cause I love You know what I love looking at dicks Because it's very Cause I wanna know You know what I mean Yeah I wanna know like What's popping Behind everyone's pants And they're all different In their own little ways You know what I mean In a non-creepy way either Like I'm I'm not like Just staring at people's pants But I wanna know What's popping with you Right And they're funny and they're funny and yeah. they're, they're shaped differently. You know, like, you know, on uh, Instagram, sometimes they'll share those like memes with all the vaginas. Yeah. Like, yeah. Vaginas come in different shapes and whatever, whatever. And they're like all different. I want, I want to see one of those you of a, a dick. A dick Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But nobody, you know, it's so, uh, it's not. Um, cool. The, it's not cool. It's not sexy. It's not, it's not. Masculine or whatever to be interested in dicks.
2: <laughs> well, I hope you see my dick. I disagree. Dick.
0: Yeah, you can see my I dick whenever you see my dick. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I would say most of my friends have seen my dick. Yeah. Uh, have yeah, you seen at this mine? Point. No? Yes? <sighs> Probably at some point. Just for how close of quarters I've lived with you and stuff before, yeah. I feel like there's no way I haven't seen your dick at one point or another. Mm. Marino's almost touched my dick before.
1: Wow. Yeah, I he's
0: have. gone close, but very he close. Always very pulls warm. Out. It's a warm area. I have a very warm penis. Yeah, there's yeah. like
1: a fume when you open his pants. Yeah, It's disgusting. Yeah. It stinks. Yeah, Stinky. Oh, reeks. <laughs> it's because I have so much cum.
0: That's why <laughs> it's so warm, it and then it leaks out a little bit. Of the floor. it leaks out a little bit because there's so much in it.
1: It is very spunky. I'll it say that. Spunky. There's a lot of spunk it's when it comes to your monkey. junk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's love very gross. Punk. Yeah, yeah. Am I a good guest so far? Yeah, I
2: love. Uh, I like. So far you're doing good. Have yeah, I been yeah. a good guest? I mean, you yeah, know?
1: you know, because you know, it's my <laughs> first podcast in the city. I want to be a dope guest. Really? I can't be fucking up.
0: You should have picked a bigger
1: podcast.
2: Yeah, to do your first one in the <laughs> city, I would have
1: picked a better <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> have you listened to ours before?
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. No, me neither. It's fine. Yeah, but never I don't. I don't. I don't listen to like nobody's podcast really. You know, I don't listen. To any oh, actually, actually, I did listen to yours. Yeah, because Andrea was on, right? Andrea yeah. was on recently. Loved it. I fucking love Andrea. Ours is better than that. But she was here with the puppy. Oh my mm-hmm. god! I, like, I want to carry a puppy everywhere. Yeah, you know what I mean, a puppy yeah. with a puppy, Poppy, puppy puppy, man. Yeah, you yeah. used to be a part of a crew of puppies, the puppy ball crew. What? Yeah, yeah man, <laughs> what Nobody cares about. The history of a Calgary comedy. I used to be part true. of a crew called the Puppy Bowl Crew. And we would always take our shirts off and drink beers out of Puppy Bowls. That's, 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 <laughs> that, that was how I began ruining parties. Time
0: for your party.
2: Okay, tell yeah. us a party ruining story. I, I have too many. From the Puppy many. Bowl. I have, from
1: the Puppy Bowl era?
2: Yeah, from the Puppy Bowl era.
1: See, that's the thing. There's way too many, but I'll give you the whole gist of it. Um, Me and my boy, Chris Griffin. uh, Yeah, loves to
2: take his shirt off.
1: Loves to take his shirt off. Him and I, we created the phenomenon of comedians taking their shirts off. Chris Gordon inspired us, but we took it to the next motherfucking level. Okay? You guys think Tracy Morgan did it because he's American? Yes. Nah. We made it beautiful. We made it into art, okay? Because the older white comedians in Calgary liked everybody to be conservative as fuck. You got to follow the rules. You can't talk about this. You can't talk about that. You got to keep your shirt on. Whack shit, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So every show at Comedy Monday Night, me and Chris Griffin, we used to get fucking hammered and take our shirts off. And we would tell the waitress, yo, bring us two keats in, in bowls. And then she'd be like, I'm sorry and then they'd be like can you please bring us our beers and bowls and then at first like bouncers and like waitresses would be like these guys are fucking crazy people we want them out of here but then eventually they loved us. They would see us they would see us walk in and they would be like oh my god Poppy and Chris Griffin is here get these motherfuckers, they're bulls. <laughs> and then we would take our shirts off and all the older comedians used to be like, you guys are fucking losers. <laughs> this is unhygienic, which is true. <laughs> Especially now, during COVID. But they were like, you guys don't know what real comedy is. You guys are silly. You guys are goofballs. So like when, the more and more they pushed us, mm-hmm. we pushed back. You know what I mean? So uh, we, we practiced the act of taking our shirts off and drinking out of puppy bowls to the point where it became almost a religion for us. And we were the newer generation of comedians in Calgary. So we like, we ran with it. You know what I'm saying? But then eventually people stopped booking us. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like we, don't want, we don't want you taking off your shirts and our establishments. We don't want you drinking out of bowls in our establishment. So we said, fuck that. And we br- we made our own shows, right? We made... We we because there was no open mics back in the day in Calgary we started that shit Griffin and I started it like we started a Tuesday show a Wednesday show a weekend show and then eventually everybody wanted a part of it everybody took their shirts off Dave Merhez used to come uh, fucking Mark uh, Mark the Bonus. all these like dope ass Toronto comedians guys from Vancouver too used to come and they'd be like I want part of the Puppy Bowl crew and we'd be like dope show us your dick and then they would and they'd be in it. <laughs> and then they'd be in it. But, anyways, this isn't really a party ruining story, but. Yeah, it you started awesome that whole story.
2: Mm. <laughs> the Poppy Bowl started your
1: alcoholism. <laughs> alcoholism yeah, because mm. I would drink like a motherfucker. I would drink like crazy to the point where it, it, it stopped being fun. It was like VH1 behind the music. You know what I mean? Like, at first, it's the greatest. Everybody loves you. Everybody's giving you bowls. And then. <laughs> And then at the by the end of it though, it was too much. People were like, "Marito, you need help." Yeah, you got you like yeah. that bowl, Marito. You're you, empty. You know, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and then I had to go to rehab. Like all this shit, man. Like it was bad. Like yeah. it's like at first it was super fun, and and like Griffin had to like carry me out of like uh, bars. Would have to like carry me. That does sound wow. cute, though. That does sound he's so cute. Because you're so small. Yeah. <laughs> my shirt. Would, I would lose my shirt all the time. <laughs> I would always lose my shirts, and so he'd be carrying me out and like Calgary, cold <laughs> as fuck. And I'd be out there with my little gut because I wasn't in shape back then. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And he would, they would carry me out. And I would always ruin the party. And Griffin was like, "This is too much, man. I can't keep carrying you out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can't keep like." uh trying to find out where you are bro because like i would always wake up in the drunk tank i would wake up in the streets i would wake up in the shelter i was like i was bad man i was like Mm. a bad drinker like thank god um that i'm sober now but fuck it was really bad but i still look back at those days and i'm like damn god damn it man i my career has to be for something you know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like, if all that shit went down, all that funny shit, taking my shirt off, drinking out of puppy bowls, all that, like, history that we made in Calgary, if it doesn't manifest into something bigger, it, it'll, it's sort of like a waste of mm-hmm. talent and story. And I know that might sound negative, but it's it's like it, it gives me motivation to continue being sober and, like, making something out of my past. Right? Because when you make shit that's positive out of like negativity that shit is beautiful that's what life is about you know what I'm saying I agree Mm
2: -hmm. I agree too
0: (laughs) this has been very motivational
2: this is very motivational
1: (laughs) you this
0: feels like I'm in a spin class I'm just not spinning
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: okay but um here let me tell you a story where I did uh actually like fucked up fucked up a party because okay um. Even though I'm even though I'm sober now, like like sober right now, um. I like I, I I'm sorry to get like all serious and whatever whatever, but like recovery is like is linear, right? So like, people always think that once you like step into the role of recovery, that you have to stay sober, right? And once you fall off, um, or if you fall off or if you have slips, that it shows that you're a failure. You know what I mean, or that you that you're not—I I I, I don't know what the word is—but you're not capable of sobriety or of this like beautiful thing that can change your life. It's like, oh, I'm not worth it, so I'm gonna start drinking again, right? So, like, um, the thing is, like, that's a lie because failure is part of it. Mm -hmm. The more you fail, the more it makes you better. And I failed a lot. Like I've fallen so much. I fell. Last, uh, um, in in the fall, my brother got sick and I fell and I didn't see myself falling ever again, but I did. But then, um, eventually like when my friends were like, yo bro, just get back on the wagon. It, it got easier. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It got way easier. And I wrote about it. Like I started, um, meditating about it. Like, and like, yeah, it's, it's way easier now. So when I fall, it's literally like a scrape. It's no, it's no longer this fucking big thing that i used to make it so uh i've had a lot of falls um one of the craziest ones is that uh i got the hubcap comedy festival uh where's that it's like this festival that it's you know it's just like a comedy festival like uh in new brunswick Brunswick. and uh yeah a lot lot of people go you know like it's uh it's like really fun because they give you a bunch of booze uh uh, they usually book people like who are white dudes. And then when I, when I finally got it, I, I felt so proud. I was so happy. And now they're like, started to book more like ethnic, uh, people and women and all that. But back in the day I was like, Oh shit. Like I, I'm like, I'm like doing good because I just moved to Toronto. But anyways, um, I remember telling my, I was sober at that point, And I remember telling myself, I ain't going to drink. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a touch of liquor. Uh, because you know, I, I I like being sober. I love being sober. I love cigars. I love coffee. I love exercise. I love all that shit. And all that shit comes with sobriety. So, I when I when I flew to New Brunswick, they gave me a gift package, right? Which is always filled with booze. Mm-hmm. There was beer. There was a big bottle of of wine and vodka. And I remember telling myself, um, I'm gonna take this back to my friends in Toronto, but that's a mistake because i'm already compromising you know what i'm saying right i should have just told them no i can't i can't even have this um in in my room room. yeah i i don't even want this around me but i remember making those compromises and then like eventually it would turn from i'm not going to drink to i'm going to give these for my friends and then eventually like the the rest of the week i was like i'll have a couple Mm-hmm. I'll pour myself a, a, a little whatever. And then eventually the bottle of wine was gone. The fucking vodka was gone. All the beers were gone. And I got so fucked up the last show. Right. Um, uh, it, it was like the Saturday. We had to perform at the theater and I killed it. But I was hammered. Right. Oh. But I murdered it to the point where I felt like Chris Rock. You know, like I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, and everybody, yeah, was like, were- everybody was like, wow going crazy and i just felt like i was the fucking shit but then i went back to the hotel i drank the last of my booze and then push comes to shove uh i black out Mm -hmm. i remember drinking a caesar at the after party and then the next thing you knew i swung at the organizer (laughs) of the of the motherfucking festival i swung at him i swung at k trev k trevor wilson which is like one of the biggest comedians in Canada, a motherfucking legend and yeah. kind a of sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I swung a Tim Nut. Who else? What I swung fuck? every white dude <laughs> that you can imagine. Like my anger. All nice guys too. Oh, I mean, the nicest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the nicest people ever. Right. But I was like, when I drink, I'm not myself. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not like the dude who uh, I take pride in. Now I'm. I'm like, there's a lot of shit that happens in in a person's life that makes them drink like for me it's like a lot of like generational trauma systematic racism like shit that happens that you hold on to right and i didn't know that back then i just thought i was fucked up i thought I was just a crazy person Mm -hmm. but anyways i swung (laughs) at all these dudes and everybody was like yo marito man you'll never get booked on any festival again you're done your career is over and i was telling myself that too but then, and i I guess the reason why I'm telling this story is because I literally thought my career was over. can't you know, blame you,
0: yeah, you know yeah. what I mean yeah. like
1: you you swing on a festival organizer, you swing on these other comedians. <laughs> I don't even- just picture me swinging
0: (laughs) it It seems like like it would be easy to dodge thankfully
1: yeah right and these guys at the and and that's the thing too right uh obviously like afterwards when i got back to toronto i apologized to everybody and they were like yo bro don't even sweat it man like you know Mm. it happens it happens to the best of us and everybody knew that I, i i i you know i slipped i relapsed right so Uh, people were like super kind about it, but at the same time, like on a professional level, you can't be doing shit like that. Mm -hmm. You can't be swinging on the organizer of the goddamn festival. (laughs) So I literally did think my career was over, but now it's like 2021. That was like 2016, 17. And I look back at it and I'm like, Holy fuck. (laughs) Like I got just for laughs again. Uh, I've been on CPC a bunch, uh, my albums on Sirius XM. I live in Vancouver now, and like I'm still going. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's never the end of the world. Like, yeah, people have to be held accountable. People have to like, um, you know, you can't just be a dickhead. But it doesn't mean that you're that you people don't have the chance of forgiveness or redemption. And like, my journey is like, so many people have given me a second chance that like I can't. I can't take that for granted anymore and I got to show empathy to people who deal with alcoholism or addiction and that's why moving to the city is so crazy because it's a constant reminder of what could happen to me oh yeah if mm. I don't take care of myself if I don't uh talk to a spot you know I, I'm not gonna go all AA preachy preachy whatever whatever <laughs> but like I have things that I need to do or else I can end up on the street Mm-hmm. And I have ended up on the street before. So like, um, that's the story where I ruined the party. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> that was a
0: speech. I love it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That almost made me cry.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> Move. That's never happened yeah. on the podcast. Hey, yo, can before? I tell
1: one more?
2: Me yeah. Before.
0: <laughs> one more
1: story about when I, when I fucked up a party. Yes. You can honestly tell
0: as many as you want. So last guess, I so.
1: fucking, uh, this was one of the realest. This was like, before I did comedy, This was like back in the day. I was in like, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, A rap group. No, no, I was a rapper. My name was (laughs) G-Love.
2: What? G-Love? Yeah, with G-Love,
1: but then I got into a battle with a dude and he called me a glove. I was out the game. (laughs) I was out the game for good, baby. Never again. Why is that an insult? Huh? Why is that an insult? Bro, he took my name and made it into a mitten. Okay. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, it is embarrassing. I'm like,
1: bro, thats, that's the How worst. How did you not see that coming? Though yeah. no. I don't know. I was so I was so thinking I was the greatest, and this motherfucker called me a glove, and I was like, damn. But anyways, um, that was in high school, though. So before university, I was like maybe nineteen. This is way before comedy. Uh, uh, I, I don't even think I went to university yet. I think I was just about to. But me and my boys, we went to New York. To just go like, oh, yeah. just go like chill, party, whatever. I tell a joke about this, and um, here is the thing, like with stand up, Bobby. We we're talking about this the other day. Stand up. I don't know about you guys, but like this whole like pandemic and like not being able to do stand up like we used to mm-hmm. has made me question the art that I've dedicated my life to because I have so many stories, I have so many experiences that I want to tell the world, but it. I can't because mm-hmm. you got to cater to the fucking audience. You can't tell them a full story because you lose them sometimes. Yeah. Right. If there's not enough punchlines, uh, the silence gets awkward or or like, you know, shit gets lost in translation. But so I used to tell this joke about me getting beat up in New York. Right. By a bunch of Puerto Ricans. And uh, like the joke is like four minutes. Mm-hmm. But the story is way longer. Like so much shit happened and it makes me be like, oh man, like I'm not honest in my standup. I need to be more honest. I gotta like, I gotta like be able to break the fear of revealing myself to these people. I, I'm done with pandering. I'm done with like throwing in little ethnic jokes just to make people laugh and like to cut the silence and all that shit. So yeah, here's the story. Okay. So um, I go to New York with my boys and uh, we I'm drinking. I I, I I, still don't have an idea or an awareness that I have a problem with alcohol. So uh, the second day we're there, we're like drinking our faces off. We're drinking wine. We're motherfucking partying. We're going to disco joints. We're going to hip hop bars. We're going to taco stands. I met Pinicio Del Toro. We're what? having a fucking <laughs> blast, bro. And I remember going up to Pinicio Del Toro and I'm like, hey, man. I just wanted to say that you're you're an inspiration to all Latino kings. <laughs> and then he looked at me and he was like, okay.
2: <laughs> you know,
0: okay.
1: But I was so hammered that I thought that was so cool. Yo, Benicio loves me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Benicio Del Toro loves me. I'm going to be in a Che Guevara movie. But, but anyways, yeah. So, um... I we're like partying, we're having a good time, and on the second night that we're there, uh, we're at a bar in Brooklyn, right? And uh, I remember, like, I, I remember, like, this is when it started happening. I am the type of dude that always disappears on my friends. At mm-hmm. like two a.m., I am gone. You don't know where the fuck Poppy is. You don't know where Marito is. He's gone. And at at this point, all my boys were going back to the Airbnb or the hotel, whatever it was, and I just disappeared. I left, right. I remember walking down the street in Brooklyn and I saw these six Puerto Rican dudes, right? Big Puerto Rican dudes. They had like fucking dreads, Tims, just fly as fuck. They all look like Big Pun and just <laughs> just the dopest uh, motherfuckers. And I remember walking up by them and being like, hey, man, you know where I can go and keep drinking? And they were like, yo, man, fuck that. Hang out with us. And I was like, okay. And they were like, yeah, man, let's go to the corner store, uh, buy us a bunch of 40s. And we'll hang out with you. And I was like, all right. So then I go to the corner store. I buy them 40s. And this is like two in the morning or three or whatever it is. We drank. I probably bought these motherfuckers five 40s each. <laughs> and we were just drinking, drinking, having a blast. I'm on top of the world. And I and Bobby, we were talking about this the other day. I love that feeling of drinking. When you think nothing bad is gonna happen mm-hmm. you're on cloud nine right you're fucking beyond tipsy you're horny as fuck you feel good you know what i mean like the booze is just swimming through you i love that feeling even right now talking about it i love it so much right just getting fucked up but then anyways hours go by it's five in the morning and i come to right and i am mean we're in a rap battle with these guys, these Puerto Ricans and I are battling. We're like rapping and I'm spitting bars, you know, like I'm looking at them and I'm like, yo, you can't knock the flyers. Don't stop the riots. Arms too short to box. So I throw rocks, Goliath. I go to war with a large gap and a camouflage hat. Spit a cat. Let me see you dodge that. Take that, take that, take that, take that. Right. And these motherfuckers are like, oh. Oh, right. They're like, this <laughs> motherfucker's is crazy. Who is this little Canadian kid? And I'm like, I'm going to be the greatest. Right? Love, <laughs> And then G love, G love come back. Right. And then out of nowhere, this one dude that I'm uh, that's in the circle, he gets offended at one of the lines that I say. Right. So he uh, he's like he, he's fucked up and he's like, yo, man, you talk a lot of shit for a little dude. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm the fucking greatest. But then he's like, <laughs> he's like, I right, you uh, buy us, buy us more forties. And then I looked at my wallet and I had no more money. I mm-hmm. only had Canadian money. And I you can't buy 40s with like fucking bitch ass Canadian money.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
1: uh they got mad. Right? And then that the 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 guy who who got offended initially, he was like, Yo, man, what if we just fuck you up right now? And I was like, God damn it. And then the next thing I knew, I'm on the ground. They're kicking my head. Tim's are kicking my head. Oh. Do you understand how heartbreaking that is for a dude like me? Who supported Tim's my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and these Show motherfuckers are kicking my head in with my favorite shoe. <laughs> like, bop! My head's bleeding, right? <laughs> it's so bad. And, and then they like... You you have you ever like you guys ever read out like where you like snap? Right? No. I remember getting up and my head was gushing and I snapped. Mm-hmm. I wasn't scared anymore. I wasn't there was nothing. And I chased five Puerto Rican dudes down some Brooklyn Avenue and I was gonna kill them. I was so mad. And then uh they like they spread out. And then I, I chased this one dude into his apartment building and he went in and then I started like pressing all the buttons, you know, right? Like Karen and fucking goodfellas. Yeah, I'm like, where yeah. the fuck is he? <laughs> waking people up. I just want you to know that you are a whore. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. She is a whore. Like I was just fucking snapping at six in the morning in Brooklyn, bro. Mm-hmm. Right? In the in the ghetto. Uh and just yelling and then uh, I guess this lady called the cops and he's like a bunch of cops came and they were like what happened to you and I'm like I ain't no fucking rat Wow. <laughs> right? I ain't no fucking rat and then the guy's like well you ain't gonna uh, help us so we ain't gonna help you and mm-hmm. then they dipped, and I was just on the stoop with my head bleeding and uh, eventually I found my way back to the Airbnb and my boys were like bro where the fuck were you You've been looking everywhere for you and then they saw that my head was bleeding and uh the guy who owned the airbnb was like bro you can't like just sleep this off <laughs> like your head's gushing yeah right you gotta you gotta go to the to the hospital and like i don't have no insurance you know what i mean i'm not american so yeah and then my boys were just so mad at me mm-hmm. right they were like bro man like it's our second day. We just got to New York and you already are making problems. Yeah. And I remember just feeling like shit and just being like, but I was supposed to be the greatest rapper of all time. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? I was supposed to be the greatest. So anyways, the the guy who owns the Airbnb, he's like, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to the hospital and actually, you know, you know who the guy who owned the Airbnb was? Uh-huh. Also, the, this this could not have been an Airbnb, right? It, it, like an Airbnb, like a place that you rent oh, on okay. Craigslist back in the day. Oh, okay. Back, yeah, in, the yeah, day, yeah, yeah. back yeah. in the day, like you would just uh, go on Craigslist uh, and, like, and rent people's- Like a hostel, oh, wow. that thing. Sort of, I guess. But this was like a really beautiful place wow. in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Pre-Airbnb. Right? Pre-Airbnb. Back mm. in the day, baby. So <laughs> the guy who owned it, have you ever seen The Departed? Yeah. Yep. Do you remember the Asian guy who's like dip, 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 dip? When uh <laughs> <No>. <laughs> when when Jack Nicholson's telling him, he's like, No money, no ticket Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. In oh, this yeah. country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was the Asian
1: guy's like, dip, 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 dip. Fucking Toshi. That's his name. <laughs> Whoa. Toshi. He owned it. Damn. So he was telling us, yo, we gotta, I'm, I'm gonna take you to the, the hospital, but you gotta tell them that. You lost your IDs and you're American. Mm. Right. And then that way you probably won't have to pay out the ass. You'll still have to pay, but it's not going to be like crazy. So I remember we went to the, to, to the hospital and my head was gushing. And then I came up with the story. I told him I was a poet who lived in Brooklyn. I was like a writer. But then the doctor came back and he was like, listen, man, I know you're lying. You're not American. Okay. How do you, you know?
2: Yeah. How do you know?
1: Because Canadians don't sound like that. Yeah. Canadians don't sound American. Right. Like we, we, we literally sound like hokey ass people. Yeah. Right. What? And, and then that, <laughs> and then that shit broke my heart. <laughs> that shit broke my heart. Cause my whole life I thought I sounded like Jay-Z. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought I sounded like Biggie. And this guy's telling me you sound like fucking, uh, what, who's a Canadian comic? Oh, uh, you sound like
0: Jeremy Hott. You're yeah. out here talking like Jeremy Hots, Poppy. I don't right? think you sound like yeah,
2: any of those I people. I think you so good.
1: Thank you. <laughs> but he 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 knew I was lying because of the the way we pronounce words. So I remember. Oh. Uh, thinking, I'm like, oh, damn it. Do I sound like a white guy? And I would just remember feeling like super sad. But then anyways, he was like, listen, so there's an act that we have uh, in New York. It's called the New Yorks Victims Act. And it, it's basically to help people who get assaulted so they don't have to pay anything. And Which basically it's called the New York Bitch Ass Act.
0: <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. Right? Like you... <laughs> you you got fucked up so we're going to take care of it for you and then we didn't have to pay anything
2: so nice
1: yeah and then the next day i have stitches in my head and we're still partying wow toshi gets us a bunch of fucking wine and we are going in and i have like stitches in my head i remember going down to like some some club in brooklyn and dancing like nothing happened, right? And this was pre-blouse era. I was like, I was dancing in male men's clothing. Yeah, yeah. Wow, just killing it.
0: Were you wearing like the NFL jerseys?
1: No, dude. I forgot what I used to do. I used to dress like like a loser. Yeah, like Le Chateau. Oh. What really? Jay Lindenberg. Uh, <laughs> fuck, you know American. Eagle or whatever that shit is. Wow. I used to dress in Banana Republic. Wow. Like, whack-ass wow. shit. I, I remember when I first moved to Toronto. Because, uh, wow. like, in, in Calgary, you know, Bobby, when you go to the club, back in the day, especially if you're ethnic, you couldn't get in unless you were wearing dress, dress shoes.
0: Dress shoes and, like, a collared shirt. And a collared and shirt. Yeah, yeah. Right?
1: So we'd have to bring a different pair of shoes to go to the club. Right? <laughs> you have to wear fucking uh, dress shoes you know, and like they, they want to let you in. They're like, oh, you, you're wearing a hat. Whatever. They would give you every motherfucking excuse. So me and my boys, we used to bring whole outfits to the club. Like we'd have a backpack. We'd be like, oh, yeah. Guess what? Come back in a fucking tuxedo. Deny me now. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and then we go in. So I remember going when I first moved to Toronto. I still thought that was the thing. So, I remember like after a show, one of my Keith Pedro, he was like super cool guy. He was like, Yo, bro, let's go to the club. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let me go home and change. And he's like, What? And I'm like, Yeah, I got to go home and change. And he was like, Okay. So then he (laughs) takes me home to change. And I come out and he's like, Bro, why are you wearing wedding shoes (laughs) (laughs) to the club? Because there, man, people will rock Tim's, they wear Jordans, Pumas, whatever, whatever. But yeah anyways that's my wow. story yeah that was good
0: that was great yeah you've just kind of been holding the sermon this time i love it this is yeah. my, you're making g my love. job very easy yeah <laughs> g love
1: uh, g love the greatest of all time
0: g is that what the g stands for
1: no oh, oh. i don't know i just I, I don't even know why i called myself that
2: is it because like there used to be g unit and then you were like i want a g no i hate G, a g- unit
1: i hated G unit mm. what yeah, I hated G-Unit. G-Unit's Ugh. whack, bro. Oh I'm my a god. Jay-Z guy, Nas, Biggie, Pac, Scarface, all that shit. God. Yeah. Hates G-Unit. It's I disgusting. hate G-Unit. G-Unit's trash.
0: G-Unit Oh my is god. Like- I'm Ah. not going to get into this right now, but you're wrong. It's trash. G-Unit
1: is uh, fucking uh, Get Rich or Die Trying is the most overrated hip-hop album. It's like the
0: seminal New York hip-hop album. You are an idiot,
1: first of all, for even saying- What is it if it's not that? Dude, it's trash, man. Of the 2000s. You 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 know what G-Unit did? It made fans like you. Right? And we what? and I don't approve of motherfuckers like you. What are you talking being about? Being hip hop, okay? You're wearing lime green socks right now, my dude. <laughs> These are off yellow. Off yellow, whatever. <laughs>
0: you fuck, all right?
1: That <laughs> was dude, like the best produced hip hop album of all time. No, it's not. It's trash, man. It's trash. <gasps> God. Because, because the G Unit era, like, I don't know. Here's the thing I love Eminem. Eminem's great, but I hate Eminem fans, okay? I Eminem hate- sucks, though, and G Unit's good. You
0: have a bad Eminem is
1: incredible lyrically, so 50 cents is D12? trash <laughs> fifty cents has always been trash. you know God. what I you know what I vision for this episode what? is you fade out right now
2: <laughs> yeah yeah we probably should We just <laughs> cut to black <laughs> if we
1: keep that um but yeah, yeah, thank you for having me on. <laughs> What time is it?
0: How much time it's, have we, we done anyway? We
2: actually sh- will cut TMI Corner this time. Oh, TMI! Oh. Yo, oh I should know! No! Can't no, cut okay. it. no you want to get TMI, to TMI. It's be Corner. because It's about
0: the foreskin. You can't cut okay, the foreskin. What,
2: what did you guys want to say about your foreskins? <laughs> Come along, kids. It's TMI Corner. I love it. I forgot. Thank
1: you, Bobby, for saying that. I thought we were done. Like, it's a wrap. But you oh. can never rap. You can't rap. <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> you can't fucking ask me, by some Puerto That's Rican amazing. guys. Okay, so listen, um, uh, Bobby, talk about yours first, foreskin. Yeah, about my foreskin. Yeah. We're just talking about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like too much information. I'll tell you, my too much information is a lot. It's oh, a lot. You
0: start then. You we always have the guests go
1: first. Okay, so what does that mean to you guys? Too much information. What do? What does that? saying me, it's
0: pretty hard you. to shock us honestly you it's, can pretty it's much it's hard say to shock anything. us
2: um for us it's just like what regular you people up. would think i really is too doubt much. it i really don't think you can
1: you can't do it no <sighs> we're unshakable, <laughs> we're unshakable.
2: <laughs> okay
1: i'm gonna tell you two things okay maybe three things quick like bop 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 because you okay. gotta okay. run <laughs> i gotta go watch the super bowl whatever whatever so okay number one first of all my history the history of the foreskin yeah Stems back to 1980s El Salvador, Ronald Reagan era, back in the day. You know what I mean? Uh, We're talking about like fucking years of oppression, uh, years of the United States fucking up Latin American countries. (laughs) 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 So anyways, anyways, uh, when I was born, I was born during an earthquake in El Salvador during the Civil War. That's fucked up. And when I was born, when they took me out, the doctors thought I was dead. Right. Wow. So then they slapped my little my little tush because I had had a little ass back then. It wasn't fat <laughs> like it is now. So they slapped <laughs> it, and then I woke up apparently, and I started Harlem shaking. And they were like, "He's good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not Harlem shake out of the womb. Take that back."
1: <laughs> right. But then my mom was worried, obviously, right? Because I was dead or whatever, non non responsive. So when the doctor came back, he was like, "Señora, he's okay." He's he's healthy, he's a good boy The only problem is That he's got a lot of foreskin Too much foreskin To be honest <laughs> got with too you much what? Yeah. He was like man we gotta We gotta take it, we gotta operate right now Like we gotta take it off Cause it's a lot, it's not like he's gonna suffer But like I don't know It's sort of embarrassing <laughs> If you true. grow up with a lot of foreskin I So, gotta- But then my mom was like My mom was like never Nunca it is against God. It is against the Republic of El Salvador. It is against Ernesto Che Guevara. It is against our people. And the doctor said, no, man, we got to do it. We got to take it <laughs> off. And then she said, fuck that shit. So I grew up with this crazy long foreskin. And it's so long. It's a lot. I have a fucking crazy Bro, long I foreskin. Make no, I always get noises with My roommates with always it.
0: make fun of me for my fucking long foreskin.
1: Noises. Put stuff in it.
0: Pull I it. said that forever. I said if you ever wanted to smuggle drugs, smuggle them in your foreskin. And no one knew what I meant because no one else has long enough yeah, foreskin. Yeah, And that's the thing. And
1: when you pull it, when I pull it, it looks like a a earth uh, uh a a Robin pulling an earthworm from the yeah, fresh yeah, yeah, yeah. freshly wetted ground. <laughs> I could fit a gram of cocaine in my a foreskin I for have sure. A lot of foreskin. And I remember when I was a kid, my my mom told me when I was a baby, I would I would play like butt naked in El Salvador. <laughs> And we we had like a maid, like whatever, whatever. You trip and the on maid it? was yelling one day. She was like, <gasps> centipede? No, she was like, Senor, no, you <laughs> no, was like, she was like, she was like, ma'am, ma'am, you uh the the baby, the baby, please go look at him. <laughs> and, cause like apparently I was playing with a mango. I was eating a mango okay. and a bunch of bees started flying around, and then one of the bees <gasps> stung my dick wow yeah. but i have so much foreskin that i was unfazed
0: amazing
1: <laughs> yeah i was unfazed and my i remember my mom she told me she was like i thanked god that you had so much foreskin and that i never listened to the doctor right so here's the thing i'm the top the of, way you talk with your mom my mom is a g <laughs> yeah so uh so when i was a kid Um, I'm gonna see like you know what You might even have to delete this I just want to say This to say it yeah when I was a kid uh, Kids play with Their dicks right they don't know what It is it feels good it feels weird (laughs) Whatever whatever (laughs) so I remember when I was a little boy I used because I and I Tell people this I'm like bro do you have you Ever done this and guys without foreskins are like The fuck are you talking about Right I think I know what it's gonna be but go ahead So here I would the String in your sock you know the strings in your sock? Yeah. Do you know what I mean though? Yes. Like, are you wearing socks right now? Yeah. If you. If the you elastic. Pull, the, yeah. If you pull that shit out, it's, it's almost forever. It's so much strength. So I would take the string off of my socks and, and I would rip them off and <laughs> then I would roll my foreskin back.
0: I did this, yeah.
1: Are you serious Bobby? Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. met another motherfucker in my life. <laughs> okay, why are you rolling it back. So, roll the foreskin back. You know what a yeah. foreskin is, right? Yes. And you put the yeah. string so under it. Oh, oh to yo, to so Robbie, listen, to sorry. To yeah. You would do okay. this. This is great. Bobby, I've never met another person who's done this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I would take the four, the string and wrap it or not wrap it, place it on the head of my dick like a roller coaster motion. Mm-hmm. Like waves. Right? Then I would take the the string, and then close my foreskin. Yeah. So my foreskin is like this. Do you understand? It's closed. Yeah. The yeah, string yeah. is in there. Yeah. But there's a tip of the string outside of the foreskin. Yeah. And then I would pull that motherfucker. Yeah. It's like popping a zit. Popping. No, it just felt so good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Hmm. Yeah. It felt no. so good. And then I would take the string. And eat it, and make my dog smell it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do the second part. <laughs> and, my, and, and you know, puppies, puppies are so curious, right? <laughs> like puppies are like, puppies are like, you they think you're giving them a little treat. Yeah, but my, even my, even my puppy, even my puppy would be like, dog. <laughs> And it would stinks. leave. It would leave the room.
2: Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Sometimes I have long hair now, so sometimes when I'm showering, a piece of hair gets stuck <laughs> under there, and I pull it out, and it's like the nostalgic. greatest
1: feeling of all time. Yeah. Okay. Last thing I'm gonna fuck you up with. This isn't true, but I used to tell people this. Okay. Um. So, cause, cause, like, I, like, I, I'm a pretty, you know, like, I'm a pretty freaky guy, and people are always like, they're always talking about like, what's the craziest sex thing that you've ever done or whatever, and like. People always say this bitch ass shit. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to make something up. Right. So I, I I used to make up this thing where I'm like, um, they're like, yo, what's your fetish? And I'm like, well, sometimes I make my girl go to the health market and buy a single almond. <laughs> right. And then she'll give me the almond and I'll put it under my foreskin <laughs> and I'll walk around. With that raw almond oh, a raw almond, like a bleached almond,
2: yeah, yeah right
1: and I'll walk around it for three days i'll I'll work out, I'll run, I'll sweat, I'll pee, I'll come, <laughs> right, and then on the last day, the girl will go <laughs> <laughs> little slut is hungry now. And then she'll get on her knees or whatever, and then I'll r- roll my foreskin back, and the single almond that's been in there for three days will fall on her tongue, and she'll swallow it, and it's no longer a bleached almond that is now roasted and salted.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Well, that's, that's not true,
1: though. I just that's just me being that's an idiot. A,
2: you're you have a good imagination,
1: right? That's a lot. Don't put that in the thing.
0: That's in there. Of course, we're putting that in the Damn. thing. That's hilarious. <laughs> Wow.
2: Wow. This was a good, well, it was a good episode. E- it was wild. Yeah, it was a wild
0: ride. It was a roller coaster. I loved it. Yeah. Should we cut it? Cut
2: yeah. it off? Do you, have you got anything you- to plug? Sorry. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: I got a blog, uh, marito.wordpress.com. Um, I just want to give a special shout out to all my Latinos all over the world. Uh, I want to give a special shout out, uh, to, to the gods in the earth. I want to give a special shout out, uh, to all my people of color out there. I want to give a special shout out to the revolution. <laughs> uh, I want to give a special shout out, uh, to all the Salvadorians and, uh, the Mexicans and the people of Latinx descent that are trapped in the United States of America. We will prevail. We are the future.
2: Wow, good plug. (laughs) I like it. That's
0: the best plug we've had so far. It's not really a plug, but...
1: uh, Take that out. No.
0: (laughs) I kind of wanted to cut you off at some point, but I was like, I definitely can't do that. Uh, Yeah. (laughs)
2: Um, Okay, uh, follow me on Twitter
0: You're going to follow that with follow (laughs) me on Twitter?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, I keep forgetting to say this But subscribe to our podcast I always forget to say that But um, yeah, follow the pod on Instagram At so you ruin the party again Um, Send us your party ruining stories Or what TMI corners you want us to cover Uh, Bob Bay?
0: Uh, Just what Marito said
2: Yeah. um, Say it. Yeah, say it.
0: Say it. I want to give a shout out to the gods in the earth. I want to give a shout out to all the El Salvadorians. I want to give a shout out to all the Mexicans. I want to give a shout out to every person from Latinx descent that is living, trapped in the United (laughs) States. We will prevail. We are the future. Perfect. (laughs) Yo,
1: that was so fucking dope. <laughs> and it sounds better coming from a white guy.
0: <laughs> so then, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds <yeah>. amazing
1: <laughs> coming from you. That's incredible. You're welcome. Alright, oh, I gotta pee thank- really bad. Yeah, thanks for doing
2: the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so you in the party again with Randy and
1: <laughs> Tata!